Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are battling a band of mercenaries inside the Bastion of Failure. Juniper fired a moonbeam into a prism to attack every villain present. Butthole used blue flame and a spiritual hammer to deadly effect. And Quinny stopped a drow from eating a troll heart by throwing it into a moonbeam. Can they stop the army of mercenaries before they break into the Bastion's vault? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. You're in the midst of combat, deep beneath the Bastion of Failure. Uh, having just defeated a pair of trolls and uh, some some drow, um, you are uh, still battling um, a, a heavily armored orc uh, who is uh, regenerating, having eaten the the heart of uh, of one of the trolls. However, Quinny, uh, having stopped one of the drow mid uh, dig, has managed to uh, obliterate uh, the other troll heart by tossing it into uh, Juniper's moonbeam. Um, the central crystal um, that uh, is is floating is refracting uh, the the light of the moon to both uh, protect and destroy uh, in the small chamber. Um, and Quinny has just discovered a crew attempting to break into a, a safe uh, in the northern room um, that is well defended, uh, but the door of which is now closed. So, um, Butthole, uh, you are facing down the orc who has just climbed up out of the pit. Um, and uh, stands before you uh, yelling a, a mighty war cry. What do you do? Yeah, I think he's just going to look back at him and say, you know, I'm sure you prayed to a god today, but you're going to wish it was Moonhammer because your god <laughs> just let you down. Uh, and I think simultaneously uh, the spiritual hammer is going to like swoop over to hit the warlord in the back mm-hmm. as butthole hits the opposite direction from the front and Goblin Jr. hits the orc at the knees. So it's just bam, 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 all, all at the same time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Just uh, meet Joe Black getting hit by all those cars. Yes, exactly. So for <laughs> the spiritual hammer, that is a 28 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that will do... I don't even know why I bothered to show up today. That'll do 24 force damage. Great. Yeah, that's 35 to hit. Does it hit? I don't know. Yeah, it might. I don't know. Uh, then I have a 24 to hit for the hammer. Can I have to start like wrapping enemies in bigger enemies? <laughs> yeah, like his AC is a guy with 120 hit points. Yeah, an orc adorned in goblin baby Bjorns. And just like, <laughs> They're like, ah! Yeah. Uh, then he does uh, seven regular damage plus an additional seven uh, fart damage for 14 from his hammer hit. Uh, and he is going to use the power of his hammer hands, powering himself further with farts uh, to strike again, which is an 18 to hit. Uh, 18, yes, hits. And that will do an additional 11 damage. Um, not, un- or, uh, unlike, uh, rather, the... Uh, the Meet Joe Black and or Joker incident, uh, this orc, despite his regenerative regenerative abilities, does not survive uh, the strikes. So, Ryan, tell me, tell me how it goes down. So I think um, the hammer hits him in the back, knocking him forwards, at which point Butthole just cracks him one in the torso, pushing him back again. 
But before he can get his balance, that's when Goblin Jr. hits and it spins him into the air and Butthole just hammers him in the gut and he flies back into the moonbeam and falls to disintegrate. So there's right. just nothing Are you going left. like Major League Baseball swing on that airborne orc? Yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic. Um, so uh, you smack him into the moonbeam and just armor comes out the other side and just clatters <laughs> against the side of the, the bowl and just slides down into the bottom. Um, and he is... Uh, can't regenerate from that. Uh, so he is he is down. Cool. And then I think uh, Butthole, having got him down, would move to engage the drow that are up close with Quinny just so that yep. nobody's able to like team up on him. Great. Uh, so you start rushing towards them. Uh, that brings us to the drow. Um, so the one who has uh, her bow up, uh, she is looking kind of between the two of you, um, and she looks at the orc who just exploded, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she mutters something that sounds awfully similar to "fuck it," uh, and she runs for the the vault door. Um, the other one is staring in in horror at uh, at the, the door on the uh, west wall, um, which, uh, as you approach butthole, you realize is open now. Uh, and you know it's open because in the dark beyond, um, you can see a, a number of, of small um, uh, sort of hissing red lights uh, that seem to just be flickering in, in the darkness. Um, at which point, with a mighty cry, uh, a troll strapped in dynamite comes running out with kind of like vials of various um, alchemical fluids with little fuses um, and just starts like running um, dead at the, uh, at the, the drow um, who turns around, runs and like leaps into the bowl, uh, taking moonbeam damage uh, in an attempt to hide. Uh, Laura, go ahead and roll uh, moonbeam. Uh, five damage. That's it. Okay. Um the uh, the troll um, is uh, sprinting, um, just like it's a beefy, beefy troll. Uh, and um, at first he thought he was running for the, the drow, as indeed the drow did. Uh, but now you can see that his eyes are locked squarely on the crystal um, that he is uh, sprinting toward. Top of the round, uh, Juniper. Okay. You're on the far side of the room. Um, you can so, see, unless Ryan, did you have like a mystical? No, I was no. going to ask, does the troll get hit with the moonbeam when it's sprinting into the room with the moonbeams refracted everywhere? Um... It won't matter because Fair the moonbeam can't do enough damage to kill it on its way to its target. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's running for the crystal? Yeah. So um, you're across the room. So you're at distance. Um, the troll has, has just emerged from uh, the uh, west door and is rushing uh, rushing at the crystal. Oh, boy. How far away is it? The troll. Uh, at this point, probably 60 feet oh, from you. Come on, Tom. You never entered the room. What? You can move. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I can't move. <laughs> I can't move and like strike him. Not with a um, sword. 60 feet? I think he's going to oh, strike yeah, the crystal number. pretty hard soon, which seems like it's bad with him doing this. Yeah. Um, All right, I don't know. I guess I'll take two revolver shots at him. Yep. Try to, like, fuck, man. And I'll probably, like, literally immediately after, I'll probably, like, crouch down behind the barricade and just, like, as I'm shooting, yell, take cover. Sure. Um, This is... 
Fuck. Ooh, 12 to hit. Sadly, no. Fuck. Take cover! Want to take your second shot? Yeah. <laughs> You're the best, Tom. 24. <laughs> that one will hit. <laughs> God, that's so sad. Uh, five. Takes five damage. That that slows him down, right? Slows him down bit. enough. He just like, ah, I give up. Um, so the, the shot pings off his shoulder uh, and he, he keeps running. Um, God. Next up uh, would have been the orc, but he is dead. Uh, Quinny, um, you're quite near this guy. He's, he's starting to run past you. Uh, you're, you're, you've just thrown the, the heart. You turn and you just see this massive troll barreling past. What do you do? Uh, I mean, we don't, whatever the trolls want, we don't want them to have it is, is the general gist that we've been operating under thus far. So if he's, looks like he's going to suicide bomb the crystal, I'm going to try to uh, Eldritch blast him back in the hopes that he detonates before hitting his target. I'm going to try and push it back. Go ahead. Uh, Eldritch blast. Uh, 19. That one. Uh, so the one hits, so he'll get pushed back 10 feet. And for that one hit, uh, that's nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. Quinny, you're lucky, right? I can reroll ones. Thank you. It has been a minute. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. Just didn't want to have a nat one throwing things at the guy covered in explosives. I rolled another natural one. Uh, but... You reminded me of another ability that I like never use, which is Dark One's Own Luck. Plus 1d10 to an ability check or saving throw. Ah, never mind. That's not that an attack, so that doesn't work. One. I think in that one, you're fucked even if you add to it. Oh, okay. Am I uh, correct, it's, Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, for, uh, it's not for attack rolls anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So you blast him back. Um, he like slides back on his feet. Um, rises, yells, uh, and goes to run again. Um, and you fire a second shot, um, hitting him center mass. Unfortunately, it shatters one of the the vials uh, on his chest. Uh, so he goes boom. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the still hearing. Too rolling. much rolling. Uh, that is 42 points of damage as uh, the uh, the troll explodes. Okay. Um, and uh, that will also hit you, butthole. Um, you're within the blast oh. radius because you, you moved up to help. Good news is it's far away from the crystal. So the crystal itself isn't damaged, but uh, the two of you get, get hit. Uh, the, the drow who was backing away gets completely consumed in the blast. Oh, he, no, he ran and jumped to the bowl. So he's already right, just burning up in the... Oh, that's movie. great. She was running for the bowl. I don't know if the if the male one is. She ran to the door. Um, oh, she, she ran, ran into the door. The okay. Yep. Yeah. I see. Um. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, you do that classic movie thing where, like, you know, your head's ringing and you're kind of like stumbling to your feet. Um. Butthole, you're up. Does that count as me killing him? Yes. Why? Outstanding. 
uh, because I gain 10 temporary hit points every time I kill someone. Thanks to cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it was like, it was vicarious, but Baba (laughs) Yaga would totally take that. She's, you know, she's not going to be picky. Yeah. Um, so to be clear, we have a guy frying himself in the bottom of the moonbeam, and we have someone running for the door, running for the door, the North wall, um, for help. Yeah. Okay. And through the West door, we don't see anything else. No, it was just that one troll strapping himself up. Okay. That sucked, but good to know. Um, all right, then Butthole's just going to fucking take out this drow running for the door. So it's just like, I think he'll just yell, hammers! Uh, and both he nice. and the spiritual hammer will sprint forwards at the same speed and try to hit from opposite sides of the uh, sure. of the drow. Go ahead. Uh, are they running away or are they facing me? I just don't know if I they're have advantage. Run, they're running away. You have uh, advantage. They're, they're yeah. not fighting. They're, they're going for help. Okay, so... The spiritual hammer hits with a 25, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 23 force damage from the spiritual hammer. Uh, and then from the butt hammer of moon hammer, it is a 26 to hit. Uh, and it will do 11 regular damage plus a grand total of eight fart fueled force damage so it's another 19 damage <laughs> yep uh just snap snap um the uh the the drow gets just crushed on both sides she's an archer she's a little squishier than the, the other ones have been so she uh uh she goes down hard um her broken body collapsing on the the stairs to the uh the vault door she was this close <laughs> okay Juniper, get over here. Quinny, what's through that door? And he's just like winded and he's sprayed with blood because I imagine two hammers coming together on an elf was just like, like it was yeah. sprayed we'll say, a packet in all directions. For argument's sake, we'll say the guy in the, the bottom of the bowl just eats it from Moonbeam. There we <laughs> go. Cool. Okay. Quinny uh, gets up and his, like, his face is like blackened uh, like an Acme Looney Tunes bomb went off in his face kind of thing. Uh, and, and like there's like crusted blood like coming out of his ears a little bit. Like, And he's just like, what? What? What is in? And then he like farts loudly and then sucks it back up into his own butt because he's cast cure wounds on himself. <laughs> God, right. It's fart powered for everyone. Um I think sometimes I get used to the farting and it just like doesn't bug me. And, and then times other times it be- like it becomes too real. Other times it's like new. Yeah. It's like new today. And he will heal himself for three, fourteen, twenty nine plus five is thirty three HP. Comes back for my boy. Nice, nice. Which is good because I can. It's gotten to the point where I have to use a calculator (laughs) after you get to high levels. I'm like, I can't do this in my head anymore. (laughs) Uh, And he's like, What is in? That door. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, it came back. It came back. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm good. Jesus. They're 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 breaking into a vault. There's okay. a bunch of different people in there. Okay, well, can they we just kick down, should we just kick down the door and kill them? Because they sent all the drow to kill us, because the drow keep going to them for help. Uh <coughs> yeah, and they seem to be working with, I don't know, suicide trolls. Let's get in there. Hey, could could someone give me a hand here? I'm I'm not feeling too great. That, that was kind of a <laughs> a clock cleaner, that one. Yeah, so I like do like a one arm hop over the barricade and just like basically 
<laughs> I kind of like pick you up. I feel like I, I probably like pick you up as I like roll by and just like, all right, come with me. <laughs> I'll just lay on hands for you, bud, for a uh, uh, 20. Appreciate it. Is that good? 20 is great. Great. Oh, Quiddy, Quiddy, you said there was a vault or something? Yeah, like a big vault door. Okay, can you open this door just a peek so I could see the vault? Uh, yeah, watch out for burning hands, though, or some kind of flamethrower. Okay, I could do this from really far back. So I'll go stand by that door. I just need a peek so I can see the vault through the door. Could you do with a mage hand or something? I don't know how... You mentioned these are big doors, Tom. Mage hand isn't really known for, like, lifting and moving heavy stuff. I, th- I probably have to be at the door, right? Yeah, now yeah. that the door is closed, if the door is open a crack, you could try and, like, gently nudge it open, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, can you... Can you uh, tie a rope around the thing to just like yank it open from a ways away so you're not right in punching distance? I guess this all takes time. I can. Oh, well, take two seconds. Look, it's a freaking rope. I feel like I feel like Old West Moss could throw a, a lasso. Thank you, Moss. <laughs> all right. I think she's she's probably already got one like going. Great. Yep. All right. So okay, you so you lasso the door. Amazing. Butthole. Butthole <laughs> goes back to like you know to be away from the door where he can just see through the crack that'll open, but not where he's like standing in the open waiting to get hammered. Cool. And then just give her the signal, like when she's ready. All right. And I Neo. give it a light pull, see if anything happens. And if it doesn't, uh, start pulling harder. <laughs> uh, as soon as the door opens, uh, there's just like two gunshots real fast. Yeah. Um, but none of you are standing in front of the door, so they hit nothing. Uh, and you just hear someone from inside be like, oh, shit, uh, sorry, Chief, they were in front of the door. Um, and then the sound of guns clattering and other gu- guns being drawn. Tom. Uh, I would like to cast a Guardian of Moonhammer in front of the vault door. I thought you might. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, go ahead. So that means a large spectral guardian appears and hovers in an unoccupied spot. So I'll choose just beside the guys fucking with the door. Uh, it will appear there. Uh, any hostile creature that approaches within 10 feet for the first time on a turn must pick, take a deck saving throw. Uh, receiving 20 radiant damage if they fail or 10 if they succeed. It disappears after it does 60 damage. Yep. So it'll um, automatically target the two, like the gnome and the uh, the, the Brad Pitt looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so they got to do... Uh, they both pass, so DC they'll take... 18. Uh, oh, okay, only one of them passes. Um, nice. So the gnome does not, but uh, Brad Pitt does. The, okay, so the Brad, Pitt, does. Brad Pitt takes 10 damage and the gnome <laughs> takes 20. Okay. Um, uh, the gnome uh, starts yelling like, ow, 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 magic, magic that isn't mine, hitting me, hitting me, not fun. Um, and uh, from uh, over to the side, you just hear uh, sort of like a, a growly voice say, I told you, you should have worn better armor than a robe. Um, and uh, Brad Pitt's just like, Calm down, both of you. Come on. We, we got to deal with this. Uh, I only have so many guns. Uh, and then he fires two more shots. And he's like, shit, they're not. They're still not in front of the door. And he throws away the guns and you hear him draw more. Um, I'm going to tell all of you the same thing I told all these dead people. If you surrender now, we don't have to kill you. Um, and uh, you hear um, a metallic clang. Uh, and um, uh, the uh, a voice from inside just yells, <laughs> no need for that. We've already got our way out. Come on, boys. Let's get inside the vault. It's time for us to make our grand exit. You motherfuckers can go deal with the trolls. Have fun. 
Tom, can I cast uh, hot snakes into the opening of the vault to fry whoever's trying to go through it? Yeah, I think so. How far away do you need to be to, to cast it? Hot snakes um, mm -hmm. requires me to be da, 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 60 feet. Yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. right yeah, then I feel like it's uh, it's time for the snakes to get a little bit hotter. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, you just hear uh, the voice be like... Uh, and that's why you don't fuck with Mog Cragshafts 11. Come on, let's go. Uh, and someone's like, boss, uh, there's there's not 11 of us. He's like, shut up, into the vault, into the vault. Uh, and then you cast hot snakes. Yeah, and he just, yeah. So uh, he looks at them and he says, Moonhammer says no running away because no one can run when they've got hot snakes. Uh, and the flaming butthole appears in the ground, uh, just hitting the whole, the whole group, whatever they're running through that friggin' area. But they're gonna with the, the guardian end of this. Uh it's 10, what is it exactly? 40 feet high and 10 feet in diameter, a cylinder. Uh, they have to pass a DC 18 deck save to avoid it. DC if they pass, 18. they take half. Damn. Yeah, no, they don't. Okay, great. Then they will take it is two, three, four. Uh, that's 13 fire damage as well as uh, 10 radiant damage. Okay. For whoever's um, out there. And then the guardian will smack whoever is within range. Yeah. So there's just like a, a conflagration going on in there. Um, and uh, you, you hear uh, uh, the, the, the screams of, uh, of agony as, uh, as the as crankshafts 11 just gets fucking decimated. Mm. Um after a, a moment or two, um, the uh, looking in kind of amongst the, the hot snakes and the, the guardian, you can see uh, Brad Pitt, the sorcerer gnome, and uh, the orc who is lurking around the corner are all dead, uh, having been just bludgeoned to hell and back. Uh, Brad Pitt manages to get one shot off as he goes down. I still had like three pistols, so like he could have got maybe three more, but uh, the hot snakes did him in. Um, that said, the vault is open um, a uh, is, is open a bit now, and it would seem that uh, Mog Crankshaft himself has escaped inside the vault. If he's getting away, then I think Butthole just looked at Quinny and be like, "Quinny, get him!" <laughs> Quinny's the littlest and the fastest yep. of us. Yeah, Quinny's just like, "Yeah, you got it," uh, and kind of like at a half jog, uh, uh, starts off and just kind of like over sort of like, "Hey, you want to revive someone here who speaks common and you know maybe get him to talk." Might be might be a good idea. I don't know what's going to happen to this guy when I get to him, and uh, um, uh, and I will run and then like uncanny or, or um, uh, cunning action like dash. Like I will move as fast as I can to to make up the distance between me and this character. Who ran Tom, is the door. Brad Pitt still in one piece? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's been burnt up by hot snakes and hit by hammers. But yes, he's he is in one piece. <laughs> yeah, Revivify will do that. So I think he'll dash over to Brad Pitt and. Uh, just like kick all his guns off of him basically and tie his hands. Uh, and then he'll lean down and just, uh, it looks like a teabagging, but it's just a fart. And I think what you see is just, he's raising his arms and then he flexes them down and farts and it just goes into Brad Pitt's body. It just like jerks and some of the it, little farts come out of his burns until they seal shut. And he's got like weird butt shaped burn scars now <laughs> where some of those were, uh, but he comes back to life with one HP. Cool. Uh, he just like wakes up and he goes ah, and he just starts like with trembling hand reaching for, <laughs> reaching for his gun. 
finding that his hands don't come out from behind him. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hey, like, hey. no, no, I want, I want, ugh. No, you're under arrest because we've got a. I've got my chief justice here. Also, Juniper, I don't know if you want all the ammo from these guns, but they feel like a you thing. Uh, yes. He just kind of uh, looks looks to to both of you and he says, "So this is how it happens, huh? This is the end of old Doc Huckleberry." Well, I don't know if that's true, Doc Huckleberry. I got a friend going to chase down your boss. So, like. Oh shit, Mog, run! (laughs) Meanwhile, inside the vault, um, Quinny, uh, (laughs) you rush into the vault um, to find sort of a big, dark, cold room um, with just like racks and racks and shelves and shelves, um, all of which are empty. And as you run in, uh, you see the goblin with uh, the, uh, you know, his little like welding goggles are up. Uh, the wand sparks kind of sadly uh, at his side. He's on his knees um, just in, in the, the big empty room. Um, before him is a, uh, uh, again, the, the, all the, the racks around him are empty. He's holding a bag of holding disappointedly in one hand. Uh, and he's on his knees in front of um, a, a shape that uh, you recognize all too well from your time um, in Barovia. Uh, it's a Raven gate. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful glorious Cormium plant here of dumdums and dragons. And yes, 
it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those dum-dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? Unfortunately, it does not seem to be active, which is part of the reason uh, Mog Crankshaft is so upset. Um, but you, you, he's he's not running; he's just sitting there, uh, and he just goes, "Well, son of a bitch, talk about bad intel." Fuck. Well, we're uh, where were you expecting back here? Ah! Uh, and he ah! turns around and he holds up his little like welding torch wand, uh, and. Uh, Says, get, get back! I've got welding. We like all your friends are dead. All the drow are dead. All the trolls are dead. No, the trolls aren't my friends. Those, those guys really fucked with our plans. Uh, they, they were here before us. We were trying to rob them. Sure. Do you want to come out and tell that story to everyone else? I mean, my, my escape you... route and loot aren't here. So yeah, I guess I fucking kind of have to, huh? Great. Why don't you just drop everything right there before you come any closer? Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, and uh, he drops the the, the wand and, and the bag and just kind of sighs. And he's like, you know, if, uh, if this were a different kind of heist, I'd have like, you know, flash powder or something. Uh, so just just imagine that, will you, for a second? Yeah, yeah. no, I know how Wouldn't heists that be great? can yeah, like, ah, really and then I'd, the like, I'd, I'd like get past you and I'd run away and be like, yeah. you haven't heard the last of Crankshaft's 11. It'll turn out that oh, we're all yeah. not dead. It's just a big scheme you're You're all uh, dead huh you killed all my friends huh well i mean my one friend killed all of your friends it's a really good idea to cooperate yeah yeah that's what i the one guy you're okay well like admittedly i brought like three three friends we hired a bunch of drow mercs and and some orc mercs i guess that's yeah really should have worked with friends all right well and then you hear from outside the vault like (laughs) bug run he's like no doc they they got me they they got us you got one buddy out there yeah, that's that's all right. I guess. I guess the the real the real necromancer's treasure was the power of friendship. I'm disappointed by that. That is a disappointing turn of events. Yeah, no. When it's not stuff, I I get <sighs> right? it. Last heist I was on, I uh, I exploded. So you know, oh. I put my, like I pat him on the back and like walk him out. Yeah, <laughs> all like, right. All right. He's <laughs> just like he's just like shuffling out. Like he's yeah. he's, he's you know <laughs> he gets it. He just walks out and looks around. He's like, oh boy. Well, you know. uh, Warfrog, my uh, my uh, dead orc buddy over there. He uh, he did warn uh, our our gnome sorcerer to wear more than a robe. I don't know why they do that. Just wear wear some leather or something. You fucking dummy! You know, like kicks the gnome. Um, so, he's like, nice to meet you, Quinny. Ah. Clearly captured you. Uh, I'm Butthole Farch, uh, head of House Farch, rightful ruler of a car, uh, former God Slayer, and the Sacred Butt Hammer, avatar of Moonhammer to this world. This is Juniper. The Chief Justice of House Farch and soon to be a car. Uh, we also have questions. A sheriff. Also a sheriff. 
Uh, but we have questions for you. Uh, what are you doing here? Why were you here? Why did you try to kill us? Uh, and what's up with the trolls? Well, you may have a lot of fancy titles. I've got one too. Mog Crankshaft, mastermind behind Crankshaft 11. Uh, we are Ma uh, or Mog? M-O-G. M-O-G. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't have any business cards because your friend here made me toss my bag back in the vault. Uh, oh, me and my oh, Quinny, if you want to go get that stuff, technically this falls under the privateer thing. So you can keep what you steal. Uh, half of cash value can go to me or you can trade materials or whatever for the house. Once yeah, master, but... we'll, we'll get to that. I, mean, I just wanted him out here without his stuff. Oh, that's good. Do you want to tie him up or something? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, that sounds like a <laughs> prudent suggestion. <laughs> uh, and uh, Quinny's got Quinny's got rope. He can he can tie this guy up. Sure. Sorry, Mister Crankshaft. Continue. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I'm a master thief, a man of uh, tremendous reputation in certain areas of the world. I've even been nominated for two thiefy awards. So, uh, you know, kind of a minor big deal. Perhaps you've heard of me and my crew. We pull off heists all over the world. Unfortunately, it seems we got bad intel on this one. We heard that. Uh, Band of trolls managed to find a necromancer's palace, and uh, so we figured out a, we figured a distraction. We, we 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 covered all the angles. We bribed the right people. We got directions. We we found a, we stole a baby dragon and unleashed it on the trolls to distract them while we snuck in uh, through a, a frozen waterfall. It was great. We had a fun soundtrack for it. Um, you know, we all felt real uh, real on our game, um, but. Uh, Fortunately, it turns out these ice trolls are a little hardier than uh, than we'd, we'd anticipated, and there were more of them than we'd been led to believe. So uh, by the time we got down here, most of my uh, my muscle was was tied up fighting them. And I guess you guys showed up too, and like fought your way down here. And anyway, we were told that uh, you know uh, the old dead necromancer Fane had a bunch of gold in his vault and uh, and a, a portal, a way out. But um, well, uh, the portal's broke, and there's no stuff in there. So. Yeah, oh, that's, that's it is very awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's egg on my face. And Doc's so like, like what I told you, you man, it? you always got to double check the info. And he's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Fool me five times. I guess shame on me. We've so what had five you bad eat a troll heart because everybody seemed really into eating troll hearts. Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, the 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 frost trolls, uh, their hearts have regenerative regenerative properties. Uh, if you if you eat them, they'll they'll give you a little little pep in your step for a little while. I I, I can't stomach this stuff myself. I'm a vegetarian, but uh, yeah, some of the uh, the drow mercenaries we'd hired they uh, they talked about it uh, quite a bit. Okay, so you were here. Interesting that they call them the thiefies again. When did that switch back? Oh well, they've always been the thiefies. I think like when I was nominated a few years back. Uh, you know, is is a, a pretty big deal. Maybe you just haven't heard of them because they're only cool things only thieves know about. Oh, they're called the Quinnies now. Wait, what? I'm Quinny Brown Barrel. They named them after me. Well, that that seems highly real. I mean, I haven't been in a couple of years, but I mean, they, they wouldn't make a change that drastic without updating the newsletter. I don't think. Well, have you been getting the newsletter? Well, no. I mean, normally everyone <laughs> Riker sends them out, but uh, we haven't seen any in a while. Yeah, well, he's dead. Yeah. What? I saw or, his head. Or a head, uh, but I'm pretty sure just dead. Yeah. Same Wait, person so, that uh, killed him killed me. Wait, okay. how many of you have died and come back? When he raises his hand. <laughs> I thought I did, but I was just in the Wild West. Um, Quinny, I got a <laughs> weird side question for you after we get through this. But it seems like, so you don't have any more people hiding out around here. 
No, no, I only had 11 and you killed them all except for Doc, I guess. Well, there are a few who didn't get disintegrated. We might be able to bring back over time if it turns out you guys are all right. But um, how many more trolls were there? Did we get it? There was a splody troll and then there were like two out here and there was one more upstairs. Does that feel like all of them? Well, I mean, uh, we, we still haven't encountered their, their boss. Oh, brother. I mean, he, he must be around somewhere. Your knowledge of the place has brought you here to the vault. Where do you suppose the boss is? I, I don't know. Uh, we, we heard his name is uh, Clomp Samsonite. Uh, he's, uh, he's got a bit of a reputation. Uh, a tremendously uh, canny troll, uh, from the sounds of things. Uh, he, uh, the Samsonites are our feared uh, troll family, actually. Very, uh, very hardy folks. So that's the name of the Winter Emporium, where Annan and them are staying, was Clomp Samsonite's Winter Emporium. So he owned a huh. store? Is there yeah, such or- thing as a mercantile troll? I mean, not that I'm aware of, but, uh, and he kind of leans in, he says, um, there's rumors, you know, uh, rumors about uh, folks trying to extend their lives in unnatural ways. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe this Clomp Samsonite fella wasn't always a troll. Hmm. Oh, Clomp Samsonite might be Duke Fane. That'd be pretty nuts. Oh. Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, I'll be back in... Just a couple of minutes. I'm going to pop back into the vault here. Looks like uh, that portal thing that this guy's talking about. Yeah. Seen him before. Alan. Alan works with those things. So maybe we can get it up and running and find a shortcut to or something like that. Well, that'd be good. I think yeah. we got to deal with this troll thing because I feel like we're going to get ambushed if we don't sort this out. But I'm glad yeah, no, I agree that. with that. Because that'll also help us supplies and we'll be able to send messages through it. Also, just be nice to see Alan. Um so we got to deal with this troll. We got these guys. Should we just tie them up and leave them in the vault? What do we do with them? I don't know if the vault is well, going to close properly anymore. This guy cut through it with a laser wand or something. Tie, tie them I up mean, and hang them from the crystal? Well, I mean, Mog, like, admitted to a bunch of crimes. We could, like, cut a deal. If, hey, know, we're just talking about deal for with now the kind with of us. thing. Like, oh, you want his help? I'm just saying. I don't like want his help. If it, you know, okay. no offense there. Well, Mr. hey, Mug, hey, I, two-time nominee of the Thiefies. Uh, I mean, Quinny, just, what if we, what if we treat this as like a test, and then if they're good, you might want to privateer them. Yeah, but if they're bad or unreliable, then we're we're screwed. I mean, nominated for two Thiefies, though. All right, uh, give me two seconds. I want to look at his stuff first. <laughs> uh, that seems like a good web barometer on this. I want to head back into the vault and look over his his gear. Sure. Um, inside, you find uh, a martini glass, a martini shaker, a small tuxedo, um, just an unnecessary amount of business cards and a variety of different prints. Uh, he's clearly updated it over the years, but hasn't really had much opportunity to hand them out. He's got one of those obnoxious gold um, uh, like business card cases. Um, he's got some rope. Um, he's got a, a very expensive looking set of lock picks that to your eye are completely useless. Um, and, uh, he, uh, has a, a, a handwritten note, um, kind of detailing directions, uh, to the place, um, as well as, um, like just kind of quick notes on the trolls. Um, and yeah, like from a, a quick glance, uh, the notes on clomp, uh, seem to be kind of like, so, <laughs> basically like surprise warlord question mark. 
um, and, um, you know, um, scheming, intelligent leader of trolls, question mark, uh, and then highly dangerous in all caps. And then under in brackets underneath that, very old. Now, there does appear to be a perfectly good bag of holding, though. Is that correct? Uh, perfectly good is a strong statement. Um, okay. You're looking at this thing, and you can tell that it's uh, it's hedge magic. So, yes, it holds a lot of stuff, um, mm-hmm. but uh, the make of it is not fantastic. Uh, and you're actually not sure how stable it is. This looks like the kind of shit that you've seen peddled kind of in the dark alleys of Neverwinter. Okay. And this arc wand, this torch... What's how what's the, how does that look? Um, looks fine. Uh, from a quick glance, uh, you feel like it has probably about two charges left. Uh, it would seem to create um, a highly focused um, sort of uh, heating element, uh, clearly strong enough to cut through metal. Um, that seems to last for a minute. So you basically right. got two two charges left on that. I'll pocket the wand, um, but then I'll come back out with the bag of holding and toss it in front of Mog there and say. Uh, Hey, careful. That's a genuine bag of holding. It is not. It is not a genuine bag of holding. Get rid of that thing as soon as you can. It's not stable. And Doc from the ground is like, dude, I told you. He's like, shut up, Doc. Okay, Doc, Uh, you seem pretty capable. Mog, you seem like more of a question mark. Um, (laughs) If we want to do a work release, now's probably not the time to make new friends and try to trust them. I'm thinking we might, once we take over the castle, let them kind of work it off by helping get this place up to snuff with the rest of the, the crew. Does that make sense? That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think I can work with these people. Juniper? Yeah, I just, I mean, n- let's be real. Normally we just like kill everyone in our way. So I was just thinking like, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> we just leave these ones. And oh, Quinny wow. like, looks back to them and is like, don't you forget it. <laughs> what? That's, that's what you guys started doing? Uh, back started. in my time. We teamed up with everybody. We made friends. We built alliances. That was we our whole thing. We killed a lot of people, too. Well, yeah, but they were the ones who didn't want to make an alliance. It's not my fault. Well, yeah, so it's more up to these two than anything. What happens to them? Yeah, I mean, do you guys you guys want to help us fix up a castle and such? And then we'll probably just let you go or you can team up with us? Um, I don't know uh, if you've been around the past three months, but uh, it's not great for mortals out there, you know. Uh, yeah, Doc is like, yeah, we, we know this was kind of our, we were hoping we might be able to get somewhere safe, but hey, if you're going to fix up this castle, that sounds pretty safe to me. And Mog's like, yeah, I can always use a new staging ground, a new HQ for some of my fancy schemes. After all, uh, I want my chance to win a, I'm sorry, a Quinny, a Quinny. I want to win a Quinny. So, uh, you know, this two time best elaborate scheme plan nominee uh is is ready for uh ready for the the spotlight so yeah i'll help you out sure okay well we're gonna leave you here tied up because we can't trust you yet uh and yeah, you, that's fair to be clear this will be our hideout uh in the name of a car and you can try to earn your way into quinny's thief team because he's a privateer and he gets to choose other people who are going to steal in our war against a car so you could get that if you do a good job otherwise <laughs> we'll figure something else yeah, out. Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Crankshafting <laughs> Quinny is 11. I like it. Or 12. We can call it 12 because you'll you'll be new. I guess it's three because we only have Doc. So yeah. Crankshaft and Quinny's three. That's a little long. Maybe we should drop the and Quinny, you know? Crankshaft like, three. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be work. fine with that. <laughs> Not having my name <laughs> included in 
whatever your reputation uh, may be. Yeah, he leans over. He's like, hey, Doc, I'm uh, going to need you to design me some new and Doc's like business cards. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. I'll I'll start thinking of it while we're tied up down here after your fucking plan went to shit. Can't you just like, kind of... Oh, no, it was 11. Never mind. Yeah, it, it's okay. I... I, I I kind of like them, you know, keep it fresh. All right. Well, uh, good luck with, uh, with the, you know, the trolls and stuff. We'll just be down here, I guess. Are there any windows here or anything like that? I, I, I want to get rid of this bag of holding now. I want to get it gone. Um, it ruptures and <laughs> there are something not, awful. Uh, but, um, the other room down here is, uh, the armory. Um, it is not stocked particularly well there were uh clearly like there's some boxes of alchemical stuff that looked like they were probably used to help construct uh to blast out parts of the the mountain to build the castle in the first place that said um the room is uh clearly reinforced so you could leave it in here for now as kind of like a safe spot to to store it in case it goes yeah okay i'll just toss it into yeah. the into the vault door sure it um so into the armory or into the vault? Sorry, into the armory. Uh, armory, sure. Uh, much like the um, the sort of servants' uh, alcove up top, it looks looks like it was built because it was in the plans, not because there was any intent to use it. Um, so very pristine. Okay. So uh, knowing what we know about this place, I think it's like they they tied them up further and probably like they're yeah. there. And Butthole have his last moment. Like so to be clear. We're going to leave you here tied up. So if we die because this guy's like more dangerous in a way you knew that you didn't tell us, you both definitely die down here. Just last chance to tell us any weird secrets you were keeping. Um, Mog's like, look, I, I got nothing other than the fact that I think he isn't a troll, but that's the best I got. Uh, also, uh, Doc, you, you want to help him out? And Doc's like, yeah, please take any bullets you, you can find off me. I uh, see so you've got a you know, fairly uh, good looking pistol there. Uh, any Any ammo that works for you, you just you take it. Generic? I'd offer to help you, but I think I'm almost dead and maybe did die, so probably not the most helpful. You did die, but not for that long. Don't worry. <laughs> well, All I'll right. be down here and steal your huckleberry. <laughs> All right. Good luck. You too. And Mog's when like, you, you know, this sounds like the beginning of a dog's like, shut up, man. Just don't don't do this. We don't. He's like, okay, but like imagine it. Two secret thieves tied to chairs. Like you just walk away hearing like Doc just yeah. groan as Mog begins to like <laughs> scheme an elaborate scheme that would somehow begin with them completely fucked. Okay, um, so going upstairs, the, the places we didn't go was we didn't go up to the balcony level in the first room, and we didn't go through the acid door on the other side. Um, you you have gotten through the acid door. The acid door is the kitchen. One of the oh, uh, the acid arrow one. Yeah. That's kitchen. The other one's there. Got it. So it's just balconies. So, then right? uh, from from the the ground plan, you've gone through both of the doors on the um, east side of the the building. So the undercroft, which is where the waterfall is, and where you um, uh, found. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's the undercroft that is attached to the kitchen. The kitchen is where the acid arrow came from. Um, what you can ascertain is that one of the dark elves fired the acid arrow, torched the room, and then ran downstairs. Got it. Um, so on the other side, uh, there's still a door off of the main hall um, that you haven't explored, and there is the the second floor that you haven't touched at all. Okay, so we'll clear the first floor and then go for the second one? Does that feel right to... Yes. That sounds yeah. prudent. Everybody yeah, else? might as well. Uh, also, and this is, we're like go, tromping back up to the first floor, I'm like, Quinny, we do have the one troll that's still left. 
Do you want the regenerative heart that could save your life if you need to eat something? Juniper, should you have it? Should I? Who should have eating a heart? You get stronger. For 24 hours, I should have. For 24 hours? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to call dibs on it, but if everyone thinks I should have it, I'll, I'll take it. I'm uh, more interested in kind of figuring out what's really going on here. This troll is named after the store. It, it doesn't make any sense. Unless that's unless the store was another way for it to get out in the community. Yeah, there are question marks. Okay, we'll take this heart, Quinny. I'm going to give it to you, because uh, if I go down, there's no one to heal anybody. So if you've got this heart, you can jam it in my friggin' mouth. Feed then it to you, yeah. You can bring me back, and we'll be able to keep everybody healed. Uh, Trappy Dory. Hopefully, if there's like a bedroom or something, we can find some notes from this Crump Samsonite whatever. Mm. Uh. Queenie's, uh, yeah, Queenie's ready to search the rest of the first floor and, and like check the doors for for traps and stuff. Great. So um, without much difficulty, you um, make your way sort of, uh, with, you know, check the doors and, and move in cautiously. Um, you find uh, the first room you enter is uh, a library um, that is legitimately incredibly well stocked, uh, but seems relatively untouched and slightly frosty uh, from the uh, the cold. Um the second door, um, you uh, the sort of uh, sorry to be clear. There's one door off of the main space that leads to a hallway with these two doors. One leads to the library, which is empty. Um, but as you ease the uh, the second door open, um, you uh, just hear um, a voice being like, "Yeah, all right, we're just going to put a happy little little tree there." Ah, oh, no, it's terrible. Uh, and Quinny, I need you to roll a dexterity save. That one, we rolled it. It's a nineteen plus ten, twenty-nine. Great. Um, you uh, fail to dodge uh, and just get uh, hit with a uh, a painting, uh, which bounces <laughs> off you because it's on canvas. Um, and uh, the door swings open um, to reveal a uh, a troll uh, wearing a wig, uh, surrounded by half-finished canvases that have been broken and smashed. Uh, and uh, he turns as you enter, and his, his eyes go wide, and a grin spreads across his face. He says, My muses! This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, 
Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to season two of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutante, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Bum, 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 bum.